think. I ain't high enough for that. I want to sleep out. Thank mm -mm. you. Nah, my eyes. Only cause we got the fireman in the house tonight. Yeah. I wouldn't even be listening to no Lil Wayne on YouTube. Hey, you can't be used to listening to Lil Wayne. Then his birthday comes up. Yeah. Uh, they say, like, Lil Wayne's dreadlocks are older than I am. So, yeah. It's the cocaine. I had hair down my back. Yeah. I had hair down my back. 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 <laughs> you still got your hairline. Bro, alert. Man, bro, alert line way back we didn't care about what he was saying. You wrapped out of old work shit, yo. Why? We dressed the worst back, back then. <laughs> that was the worst time to be dressed back then. <laughs> Big old pants and shit. The bowls and tall Oh man, with the like rubber bands around the ankle. Right. I tried it one time, man. Like, I was wearing DCs and it just didn't work. You can spark it up and I'ma put you out. You can spark it up and I'ma put you out. Only cause we got the tattoo man in the house tonight. Tattoo on you. Tattoo. To it, like the same people that did like Nuck if you fuck and all that. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> this ain't it's aggressive. Like, you can go play that. You can go to the military. I just couldn't start with that. I don't really go back on when I go back on Wayne. I'm, I'm done. These are the first. Them might go to Carter one, Carter two. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, everybody? The Mastermind Podcast episode. 66, 66 baby. Keep it up, man. <laughs> keep up, man. We got a special guest in the house, man. What, what's your name, man? Say it again. Man, I'm Justin Smith, the Badlands Inc. here in Grenada. Badlands Inc. That's Badlands. what's up, man. Also representing the Grenada Fire Department, too. That's uh, what's up, hey, man. Hey, I was typing it in on uh, on Facebook, and I put Bad Lumbers in. By bad Lumbers. <laughs> <Lumbers. laughs> that sounds like a bad poem for the Like Bad, bad Lumbers. Like bad <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a terrible, that sounds like a terrible, just point, like a whole, uh uh-uh. That's not it. That's definitely not it. I put bad lumbers link in. <laughs> That's the worst point ever. Listen, man, Crown Royal on, on ice is the devil. It's, it's the next thing to being Jesus. 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 That's yeah. what it is. Jesus. That's the Jesus. <laughs> that is exactly what Straight it is. Sunday service. <laughs> so, so, so listen, how long how long you been operating in Grenada? Man, I've been here. Uh, shoot, man, I grew up here, but... Um, as far as tattoos go, I, I know that I've had a shop for about the last seven, eight years here. Right. But yeah, this location right here is actually the second location. Um, our first one was uh, over by uh, Whitehaven Liquor Store. Right. But, you know, we were there for about two years and then moved in here. This it's just a lot bigger location. So, um, it's for like tatting in Grenada. Um, do you do you do you see yourself expanding to like other cities? Oh yeah, most definitely, man. It's just a lot of times, you know, it's, it's one of those things. Is it's hard to find good help, you know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, man, in tattoo, it's, it's about loyalty. It's all about loyalty, and uh, you know, it's about you know, this is a family, kind of like the family atmosphere, because you're gonna have people that you work, you know, close with, you know, for so long, so many hours a day. So it, it's got to be that way, especially like tattoos being so. I, w- I don't want to say outlaw, but it's kind of like uh, the, the tattoo franchise in in Mississippi is harder to get into than any other state. Right. So, so you think like in Mississippi, like less people accept tattoos and stuff like? Oh, most definitely, man. Like any other state that you go to, you have like your shop fees and stuff like that. And it's like $50, you know, anybody can start up like in, I think it was like Arizona, New Mexico. It's like $100 a year for your shop. It's like here in Mississippi, it's $150 per person to tattoo mm. every year. Oh. And that's not including like piercing and all that. Oh, actually, I said 150 my bad. It was It's 250 It's just to keep your license. Mm-hmm. Right. Just to keep them going. That's crazy. So why, why do you feel like, you know what I'm saying, it's like it's so hard? Like or why do you feel like they charge so much when the other states, they don't charge that much? It's just that. I'll be honest with you, man. It's just old school thinking. That's yeah. all it is. You know, it's like uh, I posted on Facebook, you know, the other day. Like, I was out eating with my family. And we were in Taco Bell, and I saw this lady. She was an elderly lady. And she was sitting there making her drink and everything. I was standing behind her. And I was courteous and everything. And um, I saw her when I walked up to, like, to the ice machine. She looked up and down my arms. And she would, she literally told me a website, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm, What's the website? Uh, what was it? it? It was uh, oh uh, man, I just put it up. Findingjesus.com. Yeah, or something. Man, <laughs> it was something. She said that'll help you find Jesus, and I was like, I was kind of blown away because I'm there with my family, but also, you know, for her to just like, you know, look at my arms and be like, yep, yeah. you know. It, it's just that old school way of thinking, man. People take time to look at what you had on your no. But now, she, her whole frame of thought would have changed if she 
figured out you was a firefighter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, like, about to get into and it. then that's kind of like, uh, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's kind of odd, you know, that somebody so in the tattoos or be oh, yeah. into community like that, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. being a firefighter, you got to build by community. You, you know that's what I'm saying? saying? You saving people. So, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of weird. Um, but let's talk about you. Like, how old were you when you got your first tattoo? I was 18. I actually got my first tattoo in Oxford, mm-hmm. like the actual my 18th birthday. That's that's what I spent. Actually, uh, my wife, uh, we dated in high school, and she bought my first tattoo for me. Right. So that's, that's, that's some history. Right. <laughs> <laughs> history. If you deserve, she deserved for her name to be there. Oh yeah, Jennifer. Yeah, Jennifer Smith. Yeah. Shout out to our her. three kids, man. man Mark, Case, and Cash. That's what's up, so man. Shout out to it, the kids. How is it being the first? Firefighter slash tattoo artist, tattoo shop owner, the first one I ever know. Oh yeah, man. Well, like see, I, I heard about this guy that's in like I think Olive Branch or Hernando that has one. Well, he's a tattoo artist and he firefights too. Oh okay. So it's like, but then again, it's like rare, rare, you know, yeah. super rare. Yeah, yeah. Copycat, you the first I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> man, what people don't know is, man, me and Justin, we grew up together basically, like in high school. And dude, man, he used to draw in class, so we didn't do no work. All the time, man. Uh-huh, yeah. That's it. You know, I was drawing tattoo designs, you know, sitting there sleeping and waking up and drawing. That's all I did in all high I school. I, I barely made it by, but, you know, that's just what it was. That's who I was in high school. So, Stanley, you could blame Justin. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason I'm not an engineer right now. Right. There you go. And so, um, what 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 is some of like, what are a few of your pet peeves as far as customers coming to the like shop? Tattoos. Um, man, honestly, like people that come in, I really don't. I don't have one. I don't guess as much part, man. Like, uh, there's been a few times where you'll have people come in, and uh, you'll draw them up a design, and then they'll be like, "Oh no, I want this changed," and that's fine. But when we get to the point where I put it on the skin, like stencil on the skin, and then they look at it and they're like, no, I want this different. And then you have to draw like three or four different designs. Oh, and you're just like, man, golly, we done been here like an hour and a half and we ain't even put nothing on skin yet. It's yeah. supposed to be a 15 minute tattoo. But, you know, it's, it's to each their own. Because a lot of times, man, I just fall into that place where, you know, that's on that person. I had to, I had to. You know, sit back and kind of think about it. It's like that's on that person for the rest of their life. You know, mm-hmm. so it, you know, me spending an hour drawing their stuff up, you know, they there for sixty, sixty more years with it. So right, exactly. Might as well make it good. So, uh, tell me like some positives about tattoos. Like, what's what's a good reason to get tattoos? Like for for maybe like old people who don't understand tattoos and all that. They got oh, yeah. a lot of negative stuff to say. Well. What's a good reason you think people get tattoos? Well, I'll be honest with you, man. A lot of the reason I started getting tattoos is because I had older cousins that were like, because I'm like me and my sister, like actually the youngest, you know, cousin wise in our family. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we had older cousins that would show up with tattoos and we would be like, oh man, that's nice, you know, and you see this and you grow up with it. And I fell in love with it then. And, uh, in high school talking about like apprenticeships and stuff and trying to figure it out with you know they had tv shows on then and just glorified everything about it i just always wanted to be a part of it so you know that would be kind of positive to me just you know knowing like uh how much i kind of like uh just looked up to to that culture 
but it's just kind of like um i don't know man i think the positive thing about tattoos is i mean you represent yourself on your arms you right. know and it's one of those things a lot of times i can see your tattoos and i look at them i may not ask you about them but i see them right. you know and and it kind of puts everything out there for you mm-hmm. you know and a lot of people they'll have them to where they want to hide them and put them like up under their sleeves and stuff like that mm-hmm. and that's cool too right. because that's who you are so but, so working i know you don't see some pretty bad tattoos oh yeah i know you don't see some oh, bad yeah. ones what is by far the worst tattoo you don't see? Man, we had this guy come in here one time. And, uh, I, you know, I don't even know his name. I don't even know his name, but I would shout it out. I really right. would, man, because it was bad. It was so atrocious. Um, he came in. And, and, dude, when I tell you 85% of this man's arm up top, it was supposed to be like some kind of like new age tribal, like new age tribal look. Right. And, uh. He came in and um, he was like, I want to see what y'all can do with this. And when he lifted up his sleeve, it was nothing but just like straight. It, it was like black spaghetti on this man's right. It was terrible. It was terrible. And uh, the only thing I could think to tell him, because apparently the artist that did it had been over it so many times, it was scarred up. Mm. And it was just straight black, you know. And I was just like, man, I don't, I don't know. Um, I think we ended up getting him to come back. And we tried to put a color in in some of that black field. And when he came back two weeks later, he just ate it up. And right. I just told him, I was like, look, man, you're going to have to, you're going to have to probably, you know, try and seek out like some of the, the laser therapy right. or something like that. Because it wasn't nothing that we could do with it. It's bad when the tattoo artist refer you to laser therapy. Dude. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, I didn't know what else to tell You know, they got the, they got the wrecking bomb that you can use. And they say that you have to use it so many times for six months and it'll lighten your tattoo. It won't yeah, get rid of it. it it'll lighten it up. Right. But, yeah, that man, he uh, he had a regret on his arm. And it was something that, that I couldn't help him with. So, listen, what, what's one of the worst tattoos you probably have seen? Right. Yeah. Well, everybody wants to take your your artist rendition. They want they want your absolute best, but they're like, I want you to fix this old tattoo I have, but I want you to do your best, and that's what they base your artistry off of. Like the tattoos you did on somebody with clean skin. Yeah. Like it's like you you're literally giving me like a scribble to right. work with, and then you want me to turn it like showroom floor. Right. Right. So it's. It's it's hard sometimes, but you know we we've been doing it for for so long now that you can just about make anything out of something, you know. Right. It's so I mean it's it's one of those things that may not be particularly what the person wants, but it looks ninety times better than mm-hmm. what what they had. So, um, you know, for like celebrity, celebrities got tattoos. Um, yeah. Who who are some of the celebrities that you see that got some dope tattoos like? Man, I'll be honest with you, and I know I know this is gonna have backlash, but I'm just gonna say Justin Bieber. Bees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what's up. But Bees got tatted up like it was like one day he was naked, and yeah. then the next day he it's was just like one day. I he always was like, question people that do that though. Like you gotta have some bad tattoos. Though. Like I feel like you gotta start off with the 
the hood tattoo or something. Nah. You can't come in and get a whole sleeve. <laughs> it's like Chris Brown. Like, when Chris got tatted, it was like Chris got tatted. The next yeah. thing you knew, he had neck tattoos. Yeah, like exactly. full-blown full. suit, you know. Yeah. Flames of the chin. And yeah, head, man. Look, I'll, I'll say that. Um, you know, one of the earlier tattoos that I really liked was 50 Cent's back piece. Right. Yeah. I really did. Like, yeah. that was one of the ones that it was just like, it was in your face because he, every video that he did, yeah. he made it yeah. a yeah, right, right, right. And it was, it was nice. It was nice work. Growing up, uh, one of the, one of the most famous tattoos I remember was a uh, Diamond Dallas Page. Oh, yeah. I used to think that tattoo oh, was like the coolest <laughs> tattoo in the world. If you see DDP now, it, it don't look the same, baby. No, it he's doing yoga same. now. What? Yeah, yeah. Diamond like, Dallas yeah. Page yoga, man. That, that's like the yoga master. Yeah, dude. Well, after you, after you, um, be at the top so long, it's easy to find something. You know what I'm saying? To get into make life. a living, you know what I'm saying? It, I, that's why I don't really feel sorry for people that was at the top and then they flat on the bottom because it's, it's, it's certain things. You can get five or six barbershops, open it up, and, and generate you some money. So. Yeah. But mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes, man, to be in perspective, uh, you got to dig the bottom a little bit just to make, you know, add a whole different perspective to it, you know? Like, um, I think uh, I think everybody's kind of been there, you know, if not business aspect, like life aspect. Sometimes everybody's got to, you know, hit that bottom before you can kind of clearly see what matters and what you need to do in your life. Okay. I, so, that's what I feel like. Anyways. That's good. That's, so what, what was like that bottom moment for you when you felt like, um, well, I got to switch this around. I got to go full uh, You know, there, there was a while, and I'm very open with it. There was a, there was a time where... Um, the only thing that that used to used to catch me was alcohol. That's right. the only thing that I love to do. And uh, you know, luckily about three years ago, I kind of lifted myself back out of that hole, right. and I got back fit, and lost eighty pounds, and that's when I you know turned to the fire service too. Man, I was just telling scrap man, used to be a chubster man. Yeah, yeah. man, no, it wasn't no chubster, huh? Dude, I I was fluffy. I was, fluffy. I, I was big. Like I don't even like using that word, but yeah, right. I was. I was there, man. Yeah. I was there. Uh, you know, boss, if you're going to fall out, you're going to tattoo polish. Oh, yeah, look, look, all my friends, I'm naked, right? You know what I'm saying? I just can't pay you to hurt me. Oh, I'm I sorry. Feel you. I feel you. And I done seen a lot of people. <laughs> nah, I don't want to do none of that. For them little $85, I'm going to keep them. I'm gonna, I like your work. It's, it's dope, but I can't sit in that seat. I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared. Listen, man, I'm, I don't do needles at all. 281 pounds, man, would not take a shot for nothing. Man. And then it's like every time you go to the doctor, it's like, well, can you pull your britches down? They're like, damn. Like, you're going to shoot me in the most tender spot. <laughs> you feel me? Like, why you can't hit me in the thigh or something? You know, hit me right here in the room, man. man, look, I'll tell you what. Speaking on that, like, like, man, like getting your butt tattooed, that is tender. Like, I'll throw that out there. Look, yeah. we, can, we throw it on Facebook. Look. Like, seriously, man, look, we, we done had some drinks. We was coming back from Oxford, right? And, like, me and the wife, like, we were having fun. We come in, and, uh, you know, I was like, I've always been a huge fan of Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. Like, love it. Johnny Depp, all the Pirates. But in the guy. second movie, there was a part where he says, you know, he, he stands up, and he the ship kind of shakes, and he's saying, why is the rum always gone? Well, mm-hmm. Um, that's what I ended up getting tattooed on my on my. Uh, I think it's my right cheek. No, no, 
y'all got no. them. No, <laughs> please. Right. Hold Everybody on. Everybody got it? Oh, no, I got it. Right. I got it. Well, hold on. Time out. How much alcohol do you have to consume to get <laughs> your ass tatted? Like, I want to know. That, like, you got your ass tatted? Okay. <laughs> no homo, but I had to know. Listen, how? Listen, you had to be lit, lit. Man, look, we we to get we, your booty tag. Yeah, me and the wife, man, we went up to uh, to Oxford, and uh, I can't even remember what I think we was like watching a movie or something, and uh, we were coming back, and you know, like Oxford's mostly like dry, and back then it was like you couldn't find no like cold beer anywhere. Right. So as soon as we got outside of Oxford and talked about it, I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, it's happening. No so, you know, happening. we got here, like, little skull, crossbone, and some letters. <laughs> the, the, worst, the worst part of it, the worst part is, um, it started off small. It was going to be small and cute, you know, look right. cute. I hate to use that word. Right, right, right. Stuff, exactly. But it was, like, supposed to be small and cute. Well, um, one thing that she didn't tell me about was that as soon as she started, she wiped the pattern off. So the next thing that I know, I'm like, man, this tattoo's taking a minute, you know. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, golly, it started on one side, and I was like, I feel like she's on my side, like I can feel it in my hip. And the next thing that I know, I feel like she's like, she's like in in the in the hole, you know? and I was just like, man, this is terrible. The next thing I know, I get up and I look in the mirror, and she then streaked it. All the way across oh, my ass cheek. Right. It was bad. Like, it hurt so oh, bad. Oh, man. So, you got <laughs> a, a twerker tattoo. Yeah, man. It was bad. Oh, was man. Bad. Oh, you got a D-Live tattoo. That is. Public information. Oh, yeah, man. man. Hey, listen. One of my homeboys, man. Um, shout out to Pete, man. Pete, that's how he started tattoo. He, he messed up everybody in the hood. Everybody in the hood got one of those. But now he he ain't won, so you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Shout out to Pete, but nah, I would know that guy to get in that seat. <laughs> no, <laughs> I definitely would get drunk enough to get the booty. To, Cause your gluteus maximus, man, it's kind of tender back there, man. Yeah, it's kinda... man, it, it's it's bad. Yeah, <laughs> if that was any representation, homie, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, oh, man. man. I don't condone it. I can only imagine what's gonna happen when we get out the live, man. <laughs> I can only imagine what we finna take it to, man. Bad lumber link. Bad lumber. <laughs> there you go. Listen, so you leave off and you get the tech. You wake up the next morning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's always the next morning. There's always the next morning. Oh God, man. <laughs> What's the first? <laughs> what's the first thing you tell, bro, when you well, see that tech? I'll man. tell you, man. It, it's one of them things where uh, there there was like a two day span there where I would just look at her and be like, "What was I doing?" You knew. You knew. And, look, and even when we got done with, it, I was like, "That that's across the whole thing." I was like, "You knew, and you didn't tell me." So, I mean. <laughs> Oh my god, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Wow, stop. He got the booty butterfly tattoo. <laughs> oh, man, I was not ready. I wasn't ready. Hold on, man. man. Let me have Frankenstein. Man. man, listen. You got, you got any bad tattoos, man? Any bad tattoos? Not, not bad. I think the only one is my first one. So everybody has a house tattoo, you know? Okay, yeah. Got it in the kitchen. And uh, the only worst part about it is, like, I like a lot of symmetry. And so, like, mine. 
it's supposed to go straight up. Yeah. But you can see where he wiped the stencil off and like twisted it up. Yeah, you can yeah, see where he tried to eyeball it. But you know, I keep it like that and I own it. You know, that's mine. That's what's up. Man, at least you ain't got no twerking <laughs> tattoo, bro. You, your partner over here? I got a left leg full of regret, man. Like, it was it was during those times we first started. Let us see. Y'all want to see him? Oh, Come my on. God. Okay. Here we go. This is Mastermind exclusive. All right. Let's see here. Whoa. Like right there. Like, all this was, like, training stuff, you know? Right, right, right. Like, we, we did all this, and uh, I think that uh, I even... I might have a couple over here too. Yeah, all these were kind of training too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I got a whole bunch of stuff that's you know just a little bit un unfinished and okay. all that. You know, you plan on finishing it up or covering it up? Yeah. Look at look at look at who walked in the door. There you go. Break up. What's up, brother? Man, got you know, my I brother just, in this thing. I just came in doors, my guy. They played on my shit. Show on the Mac with me, bro. Show on the Mac with me. Yeah, Frankenstein. Frankenstein did that. That guy right there did that. I'm talking about realistic, man. Yeah, he did my hands and shit. I'm a little ashy, you know. Oh, yeah, we all ashy. Fuck with Badland. Be my guy. I can't invade. Man, take a seat, man. Take a seat. I got Juve in the car. I got Juve in the car. Man, tell the Juve. I see you. I say he over here with the gang. I got him pull up. No way. Man. Well, I got no way. He got bro, listen, we just got a story. Oh, man. The greatest oh, man. story yeah, ever, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, my God, bro. Man. <laughs> I just told him that. Oh, happened? man. I was, telling, I was telling him about my butt tattoo, man. <laughs> like, grown. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, butt tattoo, man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, we got to get a name for the episode. We got to get a name for the episode. Well, you know, it's it's like pirates always looking for booty. It wasn't no better place. It's like I mean, like we even got Jack Sparrow up there. Like, man, shout out to Jack. You need to put a Tampa Bay sign up here somewhere. Tampa Bay Buccaneers sign. No, no, we refuse to put losers. We got a championship. What's your team got? Five. Okay, well, he got a Pacers thing over there, so you know. Definitely, all the Patriots fans out there, it is, he did not win no rings. Oh, him real. He would not be a Patriots fan come when Tom Brady retired. Man. You going to leave. No, <laughs> you gonna leave. no, Shout out no. to my boy Doug. He a real one. He a real one. He a real one. Ain't no, real one. Ain't no, ain't no, real one. no other way. Because I asked you when, um, when, 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 when old boy left, the coach, before Mike Tumlin took over. Uh, ask everybody what they got. Everybody with Pittsburgh, they still Pittsburgh. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Everybody with the 49ers, they still with the 49ers. Cowboy fan, they can go blow themselves up, right? But Patriots fans is like the 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 most. Man, wagging this motherfuckers you ever seen. That's the word. Oh God, that's the word. They don't like Tom Brady. That's not the person they like. If Tom Brady go to the Bengals. They gone with they, That's the LeBron effect, bro. Yeah, they gone with They LeBron effect. Oh, They're not man, a Patriots fan. They player fan. You going to still be a Patriots fan one time? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, I, yeah. Think I, I ain't going to lie to you. I thought gonna it was going to be this year. Well, you know, he got tied with firefighters, so that Patriot way is kind of in him. So you They're not going to so lose I, anyway. I can see. Like, I ain't even a Patriots fan, but the system just too good, bro. Like, remember when they had plugged on um, Matt Castle in and they made right. the playoffs with him? Fact. They put Jacoby Brissett and oh boy and uh, when they got hurt that time, yeah. when Tom had to sit out them four games, 
he got a good system. It's they, a great system. They both got starting jobs after that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Garoppolo. Garoppolo doodle. He doodle. And, and Jacoby Brissett, he was just he was he was Christmas gift of a uh, job. He got a number four Tom Brady head on Blesso, Drew Blesso. That's what I He was a Super Bowl quarterback. But listen though, that was the beginning of the Belichick. Belichick was finding his way, and Drew was already a elite quarterback before Belichick got there. So you got to remember now, Drew he did his thing too. Drew went to two Super Bowls. Hey man, you scared of tattoos? Scrap. You want to see what it do? Scrap. You in the right spot? Scrap. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, fuck yeah. with Jamie. He ain't gonna yeah. hurt you. No, I swear, uh-huh. bro. What? I know you got a spot. You trying to get? What you gonna get? I got you some gonna get shit now? Yeah. You gonna get baby girl on you? Uh, you got to. You, you, you gotta get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause, cause all the kids though. I got plenty of skin. Yeah, we got, we got a lot of skin little around. Yeah. What you gonna get a leg joint? A sin yeah, joint? Shit, shit, shit. Yeah. Something you know. Let me go get my kids. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> man, he trying to put me in the chair instead of him. I love yeah. it. This my shit. Back, front, neck, whatever. Holly. I think we done did about four pieces between these guys. Y'all come fuck with him, man. Yeah, for sure. Badland, man. Badland, Urban America, Mastermind. Mastermind. For sure. Ain't no doubt about it. Any risk game. Any risk. Oh, yeah. Don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody. Bro, I let me, man. No I listen. With the with the, with with y'all business, are y'all own the tattoo shop around? Mm-hmm. Y'all own the tattoo shop, right? Um. Oh, you said only. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's another one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. then we're gonna keep it short like that. But now, um, do you think that Grenada? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love Pettigrew. This dude is hilarious, bro. But now like, listen, cause, 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 um, people around here they into tattoo. You think this is a place that, um, multiple tattoo shops can come in and and all of them can be successful? Um, I'll be honest. Cause it's gonna always be a piece of hood, and it's always gonna be a little season. Yeah, yeah. And well, it's one of those things like, um, with tattoos, it's more of like one of those, uh. One of those wants that you have to like uh what was it called? Spontaneous right. spontaneous sale. Yeah. Um, unless like you have like regular clientele. Regular right. clientele will always like pull you through like those little rough patches and mm-hmm. everything else. Well you you're always gonna have clientele, customer base, you know, the, the longer you build it up. Well, um, you know, uh <laughs> yeah, with uh, you know, it, it's it's tried and true. I think that anything can make it, you know, double as long as as long as you're able to uh to to give your customer and produce good work. Like that's the thing is uh, giving giving a good price, good work. You know, I I've always tried to have like a really hard work ethic, and so um. Whenever tattooing, I try to make because man, money's hard to come by. Yeah. I know how it is, especially in Grenada. You can't sit here and charge like Jackson and Memphis prices, right? You know, in a small town like this. So it's like, you know, I, I know if I charge somebody fifty dollars, I'm gonna try to give them at least seventy, mm-hmm. seventy, eighty dollars worth of work. Right, you know, because right. that's just the way it goes. Mm-hmm. And you know, whenever that's heard somewhere else, if somebody asks about that tattoo and they're like fifty dollars, and they're like, whoa, you got that for fifty dollars, right? You know, I want to spend a hundred. Yeah, you know, I'm like, what, shoot, all right, I'm ready to spend. Some every money. time somebody tell me like, just did dinner, I was like, how much? And they give me a price, I'd be like, I, it's hard to believe that they yeah. get that much work for like that price. 
Like, yeah. Cause like I told you, like yeah. I'm always like, he did it for that. Like my, my fiance, to. she got my daughter name tattooed on her back, and just my daughter name, which is eight letters, um, across her back, written in cursive, very small. It, that was fifty dollars alone. But um, I think that was in South Haven, Olive Branch, somewhere up in that area, um, when she got it. So the you know, to me that was kind of like whoa. Like oh, fifty yeah. bucks. That's like well, that ain't bad. That's like ten rattlesnakes at the uh. At the, at the, <laughs> you drunk a rattlesnake before? Oh, that is disgusting. But it gets you drunk. Yeah. So if y'all if y'all in the casino drinking with a rattlesnake, it gonna get you where you trying to be. But yeah, them fifty hurt though. It Look, I was hurt. trying to hurt the casino one night, man. We we went to uh, uh, Jennifer was turning twenty one. My first time ever going to the casino. You know, they bring you the free drinks out. Right. Well, you have to stay on, like, your uh, your machine. Right, 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 them right. To. Well, by the end of the night, I done noticed that, okay, this lady is making a round that is a complete circle around the casino. So I learned to, like, work at this machine and then at the mm. machine at the end. Mm, right. But drink it down by the time you got over there. Right, so right, right, that right. way when she gave you your order, Sheesh. you know. See? Tactics. That's how you do with butt tattoos. See, this is the yeah, thing I do, right? <laughs> like, if I go to the casino, I know I'm finna get drunk. Like, soon as they come, I give them, I give them like a ten, fifteen, I mean ten, twenty dollar chip. I give mm-hmm. them that, and like, you know, take care of them. making sure. Yeah. Making so sure. when they come through, like, they gonna hey. they gonna stop through by four, or five times before they gonna be like, hey, I need another one of them chips. So you be like, hey, come back. Sure. I know I was doing that cheapo depot. I was just trying to figure out where she was going. Right. That's all. Like cheap. Smart man. Right. <laughs> so like um, hey, you guys ever took y'all show on the road? Like, you know, um, went to like any tattoo conventions or? We have. Yeah. We haven't. A, a lot of places like Mississippi, you won't find tattoo conventions right, here right. because you have to have like a um, what is it a uh. Yeah, yeah the, you have to that, like get all kind of licenses. It's like stuff. A, a mobile business, like what they call it. Uh, I can't I think it's it. it's for a business that moves around. Though you have right, to right, right. Right. And a lot of times, like in different states and stuff, like they don't really care. Like I was telling you earlier, you can spend a hundred dollars and get like your shop, you know, completely licensed out right, because right. they license shops instead of like the people that work Working. in there. Right, so, right. You know, you'd be able to do that, and a lot of times you find conventions in these uh, these other states that that are kind of freed up about like how how tattoos are done and everything. Because I mean, to be honest, they call it you know it's kind of like in that area of minor, I, I guess kind of like minor surgery technique where you're you know you're putting pigment under the skin right. and stuff like that. But it's like we touched on earlier, you know, talking about like Mississippi. Just they're not up on that. Right. You know, they 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 just they know what they know, and that's the only way to know. So, that's all that matter. You know. Now my cousin Symbol, she like forty, right? Went through a midlife crisis, got a tattoo. I said, "Girl, you too old for that." What's the oldest person you done gave a tattoo to? Uh, the oldest person that I've tattooed. Um, let's see, it was actually at the old shop. And I tattooed this lady, I think she was like 67 right. at the time. And it was her first tattoo also. Wow. Oh, and then turn around. Yeah, I tattooed on this lady that was like 65 here. She so, got her husband's portrait on her. So it, mm-hmm. is older skin like harder to tattoo on a young skin? Man, it's so thin. Right. It's so thin. It, it's a little bit harder to tattoo on because like I was about to say ill, but. <laughs> <laughs> right. But we got some older people out there. We love y'all. We love you all. <laughs> <laughs> but come, come it got to be a different 
you know, see the music that you're writing on, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, well, you, well, a lot of times, like, with older skin, you kind of you, you kind of pull back off of your machine a little bit, so mm-hmm. in that way, that needle don't, you know, because with that thinner skin, like, if you got younger skin, it's like that, yeah. older skin would be more like that, right. so you got to kind of pull off a little bit, mm-hmm. so, so then that ink, you know, gets trapped in that second level of epidermis. level. I know it, right? Pull it out, the woodwork. Well, woodworks, <laughs> you hear me, because most people, when, like, nowadays, like, the older people still act young sometimes, so, like, now, well, probably five or six years ago, your range was probably from 18 to maybe 40-year-old now it probably don't went from 16 to 55, 60 years old, so, yeah. you know. Well, see, the thing, like, in Mississippi, they used to have a consent law mm-hmm. to where you could do 16-year-olds with parents' consent. I, it may have been 15. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but they took it away because so many people were saying, well, this is my uncle or, you know, mm-hmm. this is my aunt, and that was, like, their consent. Well, you know, they may have just had a friend that looked old. Right, exactly. Like, you right. know, they may have that one guy just right. like, yeah, that's Joe right there. Like, we know Joe's gonna hook well, it up. Yeah. Um, so yeah. they did that. They took it away, and they took it away in Alabama, like not even ten years ago, too. Mm-hmm. So the only places that you can get it with consent is uh, Tennessee, Arkansas, and Louisiana. So okay. you know, we try we try to hook everybody up because. We try to tell people that because you have a lot of people that come in that are underage and I would rather see them go to somewhere that's like, you know, professionally done because, you know, we have a few, you know, you had like artists is one thing, but you have like people that are trying to get piercings and they're out there like, you know, doing piercings with like sewing needles and stuff. Right, right, right. And they come in here with like horror stories. It's like, man, like you, you need to take that out because that's an infection, you know, it's bad. Right. Uh, I don't see a couple people belly button look like it's done come apart, you know, from the homemade <laughs> yeah. um, piercing. So, you know, um, definitely um, go to your nearest um, tattoo or piercing person who got license, they know what they're doing instead of, you know, the, their home joint. Um, we definitely have fun, you know what I'm saying, with this live, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. you know, y'all going to have to click on um, the, SoundCloud, the link. 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 You know what I'm saying? We on SoundCloud, Apple Music. We on um, Google Play, on Spotify. Uh, Spotify. We on um, on Facebook Live. And we also, you know what I'm saying, we on, yeah. basically. Well, yeah, just look us up on well, Apple iPods on... Um, what you call it? Google Play Music, mm-hmm. uh, Spotify, SoundCloud. Uh, Lavelle just said she need to come see you by adding names to her um, tattoo. Got to add her kid's name to her tattoo. Right. Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. Sound to sister. He said, "Come on, Lavelle." Yep, yep, yep. And uh, man, that's what it is, man. man Make sure y'all on. click on them links. What's the address again over here? Uh, it's three eleven D West Monroe Street. We're over here, uh, off to the side, like the little shopping center, off to the side of Grocery Basket. Mm-hmm. So we we've been here for for probably about five years now. Three eleven D Monroe Street. Yeah, uh, three eleven D West Monroe. Yep, and that's what it is, man. Make sure D y'all West click Monroe. on them links. We will post those oh, links. Yeah, we, really, we about to trip out for real now. Right. Yeah, we finna mm-hmm. get real, so yeah, you know what I'm saying, man. We've been talking to politicians for like two months now. So. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. That's, that's, <laughs> it's like, listen, listen we've been like two and a half months straight. Cause about yeah. for like 
we've been on our little political run. You feel me? Yeah, I feel it. And you know what I'm saying? We can lay our hair back a little bit. So yeah, you know that's what I'm saying, thing, man. Talk about you know a uh, little bit of booty tattoos and everything. <laughs> 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 you know, we got tattoos, still you know, bones. I, I'll throw this one out there. We'll, we'll go a little bonus on there. Like one night, man, we were uh, we were out. Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. One night we were out. And uh, we were having a little bit of fun and everything, you know, doing what young folks do. Right. And uh, we we came back in here, and all of us, man, we were just kind of like, yeah, we done been playing a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of the pong mm-hmm. and everything. And uh, the next thing that we know, we come in, and uh, I have one of my buddies here that I hadn't seen in a long time. Well, I ended up, you know, we were we were sitting there. And it's like, man, I want to get your tat. I want to get a tattoo of your name in the in in one of my more more personal areas. So I got this man's name tattooed right here, right an inch between, like right. just an inch between, man. So, wow. Well, you know, it's like it's like so I can look down and just see that guy. You know, what I'm saying? It's like, you just gotta know. Like, it happens. It happens. No, man. We just gonna leave that for everybody else to think about. Like they didn't see me do that. Man, we gonna take us a a minor uh, commercial break. (laughs) (laughs) We gonna take us a commercial break. We coming right back, man. We got Justin Bailey, man. We got Frankenstein in the building, man. Mastermind podcast, man. Yep. Super Nintendo just took it to another low. You know the pun shot that we used to um, promote for Gotham New. The second, the second most influential game since. That's what it is. The Super Nintendo. The Xbox the first. <laughs> the Xbox no first. played it anyway. Frankenstein got everybody in the mic. Listen. You, you the only one online playing it. The rest of your friends be on PlayStation. But your friend be celebrity, though. Yeah, look, I was going to say, <laughs> straight on PlayStation. Like, that's the thing, though. Uh, the selling point for the PlayStation was PlayStation 3, you didn't have to pay to get online. So right, I was right. like, yeah. But I'm, I'm that's what fucking up the network, though. Yeah, like that, that bandwidth. Like, you <laughs> it, the you have to jump in three different matches. Bro, like, somebody go in and hack the system. And can't nobody play on that joint. See, we done had them problem with Xbox because we had to pay $60 a year. That's it. That's <laughs> we it. had to pay $60 a year. We got to pay now, though. It's yeah. like $60. Yeah, they, they, they got smart. Yeah, they made it You ain't been seeing nobody hacking y'all shit lately. Like, like, no, yeah. No hackers. No they got, they got the money to pay for the, for the real real man. online. You're real man. Real man play man, PlayStation. Shoot, I got a PlayStation controller nah, tattooed weird. on my foot, man. That why he ain't got no chest. But listen, though. <laughs> listen, that's how I know y'all Mississippians, though. Like, any any normal person that play the game on in Mississippi, they, they prefer PlayStation. But that's like, that, that's y'all like the only state that's like that everybody else play Xbox. Xbox heavy. PlayStation done came back though. PlayStation don't feel. It's the most old console right now. It's just like Apple. Apple ain't the best product. Oh yeah, I'm straight Galaxy all the way. Galaxy sell the best product. 
I would never get a Galaxy. <laughs> I would never get a the Galaxy. The only reason I use Galaxy, though, is because there's so much, like, free stuff on me. See, that's the freedom. Like, I'm all about free. Give me right, free, right, right, man. right. Free is my middle name. Um, the, the number one phone in the world right now is the um, Note 10 Plus. Note 10? Yeah. I thought I you were going to say, no say um, 10 what's the, the H-words? The Hawaii? Uh, yeah. They, they high selling overseas. They don't sell like that um, in the United States. Though. They got the phone with, like, projectors and... Full SIM mm-hmm. cards and three memory cards. And shit. I know one. I, I think the LG, the the G7, the G8. One of them had the little thing where you can put the phone on the kickstand and it's projected to look mm-hmm. like a, a bigger screen on your on your desk or not. Yeah, that's dope. Frankie's got like one that you can hook a uh, Bluetooth speaker to the back of it. Um, I think Sheesh. they have a projector. Uh, a few different things. Yeah. Uh, what no. brand that is? Yeah. It's a Moto Seven. Yeah. The G7? They all magnet to the back of this. Yeah. It connects through there. Uh-huh. Dang. So, I mean, you can do a projector as far as you can do it in the dark room. And, yeah. Uh, it's got a printer where you can print out like Polaroids. Yeah. Well, I got, I got like a little Polaroid printer. You know, I'm a photographer, so I got yeah. all that stuff. But you can Bluetooth to like a picture from your phone, like yeah. straight through there. Mm. See, I ain't here for none of that. I'm going to start sending them like, um, what you got, little booths like, you know how you go to a little picture booth and you put your face right. in? I'm going to start doing it. Because I think about thing. taking pictures in Lifestyle. We can do that in Lifestyle. We'll let's find a corner where it won't get knocked over. You know, they got the DJ booth behind it. Yeah. Then I don't think Nate, you know, he probably charged, he probably charged us to come in because that's business, but he ain't going to care yeah, about us taking pictures, though. Nah, he ain't going to care. Yeah. Well, we, we can do that. Yeah, okay. I, I would say, you know, if, if nothing else, he give you like that freebie that one time just right. to get like mm-hmm. that name out there is. and that business out there, you know. Mm-hmm. Take a picture and it'd be good for club. him too. And get it and, right and, and like the thing is like, especially with you know what I'm saying, like the ratchets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they wanna they wanna collect those memories. They, they every time they go to the club they gonna get a picture. And you know what I'm saying? Like I remember time when we was in the club, we used to take 20, 30 pictures with the with the car behind and the old Cadillac. Everybody at least got one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You know what? I love that feedback, boy. I be having one ear out, so I be straight. You no, know yeah, because you know you still gotta get that feed. I gotta have both mine on. Though. Yeah, yeah. So you know what we gonna move into, man? Oh, we talk about, talk about um, we gonna talk some more about tattoo stuff. Right, right, right. But we gonna talk about the fireman stuff too. Right, right, right. Because um, we had some interesting stories about like some fire stuff. Yeah. Hold on, anybody come on that live? Y'all come back. They probably gonna sleep for a night. We're gonna still do it anyway. All right. Um, so, how long you say you've been a fireman? Uh, going on two years in March. Right. That's what's up. And so, being a firefighter, um, you know, you you see a lot of wild stuff. You see some crazy things. Um, what are some of the weird, like, some of the weirdest stuff that done caused all over for? Um, a lot of times, man, like, uh, some of some of like the uh, the weirder calls I think that that I would just call kind of weird uh, would be uh, you know you get like a lot of alarm calls you know and it may be three o'clock in the morning when you get that alarm call but you know you, that's that's what you show up for you know as soon as you hear that call come across like we got to be there we got to make sure that we're there for it. Um, those those are probably some of the I say weirder. Um, just because, like, you you never quite know. Right. You know, but then then again, at any call, you never quite know. So, 
being a firefighter for two years, um, I know you done seen some some pretty bad ones. So what what was like one of the worst fires that you had to put out? Um, well, I can't really like say too much mm-hmm. just just because like uh you know all the legalities and everything. Other, right. But um, you you have uh you know we just call them like structures. Um, there's been a uh, a few fires and we'll just say like like you know shop fires and stuff like that that's mm-hmm. some of, that's some of the worst um you know where you're out there for about you know three or four hours something like that you know working that call working that job um that that's some of the worst and i i'll be honest with you though like any call that you work um that's one of the the most glorifying but also one of the the most like heart-wrenching parts is because you have people that are literally you know, any call, they're they're losing something. Mm-hmm. You know that when you show up, you're automatically going to see, you know, loss right. in whatever way. I mean, it could be, uh, you know, health. It could be property. It, it could be anything. And that that's the. I think that that's like probably one of the parts that I had to come to terms with, whenever you're like you're on these on these like you know calls. Right. And it, sometimes it's rough. Right. You know, it is. Um. I know in most situations, it got to be like um, a lot of them happen due to the fact that people don't um, maintenance their uh, fire alarm. Mm-hmm. Um, tell the people how important it is to, oh, it you is. know, to maintain and keep up your fire alarm. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, it, it's as simple. It, it can be as simple as, you know, having a smoke detector in your house. Mm-hmm. You know, just some something that detects you know, early fire in that stage or, or, or the symptoms of fire in that stage, you know, anything that you can do, you know, I mean, you can't have enough. I, I think I got like five smoke detectors in my house. But then again, uh, before I started working in the fire department, I think I may have one, you know, right. but then again, it's like, I've seen the effects that smoke because smoke is more dangerous than fire is, right. you know, it, it literally like that's, the smoky way you to get people right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you yeah. definitely like smoke inhalation. Or something. That's it. It's scary because it's like one side of your house can be completely engulfed, and the other side be completely fine, but it can still get you. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's it's scary. You know, like we used to, we always did in school. It was the stop, drop, and roll, and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you try to tell people about fire. Um, there's just so many like synthetic materials that people use in like buildings and stuff now and also even like your couches and stuff you Mm -hmm. know like that's all plastic all of it's plastic so it's all synthetically made it's not wood anymore it ain't you know just straight cotton it's not just you know your cloths and everything that you use everything so i mean it's one of those things if you watch a video on youtube where it's like you see these older buildings and it takes them 10 minutes to actually get a good fire going. Right. Um, where if your response is three minutes, that's enough time to put them down. Mm-hmm. But if you have, you know, a newer building that has newer things in it, it takes like a minute and a half. And like it's, it's gone. It's, right. it's crazy. It's crazy. Right. Um, so so give the people uh, a couple tips on um things they can do around the house to better protect their house from fire yeah uh you know a few of the things that i've seen is uh at nighttime you know keep your doors shut you know at nighttime like me i don't like open doors anyways uh especially at night i just i don't know it's a weird thing you know we Mm -hmm. talked about pet peeves earlier that's kind of one of mine i just don't like doors being open 
Um, but especially at night, because there's been times where fires start, and if you have that door shut, that whole other room is completely fine, untouched, un- unscathed. Uh, that, your smoke detectors, uh, carbon monoxide detectors is a big thing, too. Mm-hmm. That's another one. Um, you know, uh, let's see, that, uh, you know, just a, a general awareness of, like, fire and smoke. And the early warning signs, like, you know, if you have electricals going out in your house and stuff like that, you know, right. might be, you know, time to kind of check them wires or, or check your fuse box and, or what, not fuse box, what's it called? Uh, yeah, um, the electrical the breaker, breaker. Yeah, the breaker box, right. you know, just, you know, check a few of those things. Um, but just, I think a general awareness because it is, it is bad. And especially like, you know, um, you know, like smaller places like Grenada, a lot of people don't even hear about them until mm-hmm. they happen. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't even know about them unless they're like, you know, down the street or something like that. But yeah, it, it can it can be bad. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that you know, not a lot of times they're not you know preventable, but you can do something to take care of yourself right. more than more than anything. Commander mm-hmm. Crosshead gave you a shout out, Coach. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so I was finna get to that. Like, uh, what's the brotherhood like? Man, I'll tell you, man, every guy that I've met on the fire department, all these guys are stand-up guys. Right. Like, they are, they are like, uh, you know, just general, just salt of the earth, just golden people. Like, man, they are just awesome. They they, they welcome me with open arms. Right. And, you know, like, uh, like we were talking about earlier, like, you know, just being tattooed the way that I am and being able to literally, you know, find me a place among them, it, you know, and... I always looked at it as something, my tattoos being something that would hinder me from something like that. But it didn't. It mm-hmm. didn't. Man, these guys, like, they welcomed me with open arms. They uh, they gave me the opportunity. And so with that, it makes me only want, want, want to work harder mm-hmm. with them, for them, you know, anything else. Uh, like like you said, Kamani. Um, and then, you know, I, my whole B-shift, you know, B-shift guys, like, they're the guys that literally watched me. Uh, do my my test to be able to join, and they're the guys that I work with now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I can't I can't say anything bad about none of them, man. Like they're all they have all just been golden to me. Yeah. So so what what was that moment that um that you had that you was like, all right, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna be a firefighter. Um, it was it was crazy to say this, but it was uh 9/11 last year. Um, you know, you do your physical test. To, to join, well then you have to do it enough times and get it under time. And I made a Facebook post about it, but uh, mine just so happened to fall on 9-11. And I remember we were driving to Jackson that morning uh, to, to the fire academy to do it. And uh, I just remember when you get out there, when I got out of the vehicle and just you know walked into the fire academy, it was just like that silence that everybody knew what that day was, especially for firefighters. And when we were walking out across there, I think everybody, I think it was like 30, 30 of us or so, something like that. But we all knew what that day meant. And it was like, damn, you know, I, I want to make sure that I made my department proud. But also on this day, I've got to put some work in. Mm-hmm. So doing that, you know, that, that CPAT test, you know, you've run through it. And on that day, I ran through it a lot harder, you know, just to make sure. 
and uh, we actually had we we made um, history that day. Um, we had the most people to pass and not fail uh, in the Mississippi State Fire Academy uh, history on that day. Yeah. Shout out to Grenada. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, tell folks about your um, your whole weight loss, cause, bruh, like I told Scrap. I mean, you were going pound for pound one time. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. We, uh, well, I was, uh, I think at my heaviest because I then started trying to lose weight um, beforehand. But when I went, I, I had to uh, to go to the, the doctor one day. And when I got weighed in, I was 272. And um, at that time, though, I was I was drinking all the time. I was smoking almost two packs a day. I was eating Sonic for every meal. Um, and then doing tattoos, just sitting back here and not doing anything all day. Like, I didn't exercise. I didn't do anything. So I didn't implement, you know, any kind of health, you know, standard. There was nothing. Well, um, I went to the doctor, and when they checked my blood pressure, I started crying because it was so, you know, I knew it was going to be bad. But when they told me that I had stroke-level blood pressure, and I was 25, no, 26 at the time, and had stroke-level blood pressure. They told me that if I was to have a stroke, that my body wouldn't be strong enough to handle it. And that's scary. That's a scary thought. You know, I got kids, everything else. Had twins on the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that day, I remember sitting there crying. I looked at my wife, and it was like, you know, I told her, I said, I feel so weak, and I never want to feel this way again. So starting that day, I think it was six months later, I then dropped 50 pounds. And it's just been a, a movement ever since, you know, just trying to, like, keep up. You know, I, I, I quit my drinking, uh, started eating better, making healthy decisions for myself, and started exercising all the time. Which, you know, sometimes, like, the people that know me, um, sometimes I take the exercise on a little bit overboard. But, you know, that's just that's kind of who I am. You know, mm. at this point, I feel like that's who I am. Yeah. Mm, that's what's up. Um, a lot of people um, don't go and get those checkups, though. Go check your blood pressure. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I had a good friend of mine, man, that passed away on the diabetes. And, you know what I'm saying? She was a perfectly fine person at one point. You know what I'm saying? And one day, you know, she found out that there was. So, you know, it can be heartbreaking, man. Yeah. It can. And, and it's one of those things that a lot of people don't think, like, it, it can be predictable. No, I don't care what anybody says. Like, man, you, you're not going to beat that clock. You know, yeah. like, nobody's going to beat the clock. We're not here forever. Um, there's a lot of times that I have to tell myself to kind of, like, calm down off of, you know, exercising. And, and then there's some times where it's like, man, if I want to eat a large pizza by myself, I'm going to eat it, yeah. you know, because it's like, man, we only live once. You might as yeah. well enjoy that cup of ice cream or or uh, that beer, you know, like what, yeah. whatever you want to do. Um, and I and I do. I do to that point. Like, can I, can I make myself one of these magazine bodybuilders within time? Yeah, I could. But, I, man, there's 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 too much more to, to, to live for sometimes, yeah. you know. Like, there's, uh, you know, if I want to sit and play with my kids – for an hour, two hours. I could be at the gym for those two hours, but I'd rather see my kids, you know? Right. So so what's your go-to cheat meal? 
go-to cheat meal. <laughs> Definitely a uh, a nice Michelob Ultra mm-hmm. and a cheeseburger. Any cheeseburger, it don't matter. I prefer Big Mac, like anything. I probably go how on the hog the pen. How on the hog? Yeah, TNZ. <laughs> yeah. TNZ. Yeah. TNZ. It, it, it's right down the way. It's a straight shot. I ain't got to make no turn. Oh, man. So, <laughs> that, that's like the most perfect thing to go. I don't think... When I make a turn, I'm turning into the parking lot. Man, I they, like it like that. Man, they, that's they, that's my favorite. Man, they're the sweetest ladies, too. Oh, yeah, like, man. When, when, I, when I'm at Station 1, that's the only food to eat. I eat grilled chicken, uh, like the, the salads man, and stuff. Man, they're so big and juicy. Yeah. Oh, my God. And the best dressing on your salad, the, though, the, the is that, that honey gold. Oh my God, honey gold. Yeah, mm-hmm. they got the best honey gold in in Mississippi. I done been a lot of places. I had some at on um, Charleston Day. They wouldn't eat. It just tastes like some golden mustard. It, it tastes more like honey. It didn't, it didn't even mm-hmm. taste like mustard. It ain't had the mustard hit to it. I think it has a lot to do with like how they season it too, because that seasoning is good. Man, it's just good all around. They, they, mm-hmm. I think I love it. And it seemed like they they put their love in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, just a little piece of love. Yeah, just a little bit of like, <laughs> like it, it, it's crazy to say, um, but bes- beside them, um, crystals. I remember when crystals was up, they was like doing the, the places that you got them love plates from. So, yeah, I'm Ten Z from the big, bottom. Look at big boy talk over here talking about their food. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'm talk- man. Y'all making mm-hmm. me want some Ten Z. Man, shout out to Nana. Shoot, mm. Scra- I already know what you got. Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. But well, yeah. well, the thing I love about it, man, you walk in and you hear, you know, like they they talk to you very personal, you know, yeah, like, well, well, personable, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and hell, they they know me by you know name. They know everybody at the fire department by name because yeah. we always walk across there and get food. Well, um, then you walk in, you also hear like just good music, like music you ain't heard in a while, wow, right. you know, just good music, it's and true. it's always clean, it's just nice, it's a nice place to mm-hmm. eat at. Um, just, it really I, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer that customer service is 60% of your business. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you. Yeah, your customer service um, will definitely take you far, 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 Yo, far. Yo, so y'all try, you eat chicken sandwiches? Most definitely. So you tried TNZ yet? Nah, you I seen I seen what you tagged uh, me in though. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Turkey burgers? Oh my oh, god, they got, they got turkey, turkey burgers, burgers yeah, too, guys. Bro. Like you yeah. know I do the little healthy kick. That's but it's like, man, a turkey burger. I'm gonna have to try it out. Man. But they know what I like though. Yeah, yeah. double yeah. turkey burgers. They know what I like. <laughs> 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 turkey burger. <laughs> the, the burger. Turkey burger. Not, the the, the burger wine combo. Yeah. My favorite. Just Shout out to TNZ. <laughs> Shout out to TNZ. We done got burger, hungry, man. Burger and wing combo. Man, burger and wing combo every time. Say no more. Listen, that is like the ultimate fat boy snack. Is there fries in it too? Or is it what? Like, oh, what? it is? Yeah. Couple Kool-Aid with it. I ain't never paid attention. Oh, you Listen, like, man. You, you'll be begging 272 like, in no time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to gain it all tonight. <laughs> 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 I'm telling you, I should mash to you. Listen. I'm in there. But now you said pizza though, right? Pizza. What's your favorite pizza? pizza? Man, anything like. Right here, what's your what's what's your, what's your my go to pizza? I'll be honest with you. Uh, I know they just opened Lost Pizza. Yeah. And I've always loved Lost Pizza because I like I, you know, I lived in Cleveland for a long time, and uh, it was just it was right outside of Cleveland, and then they moved one in Cleveland, which was really good. And then we had one here for a little yeah, while. Yeah, right. And now we got one again. 
So definitely got to try that out. But my go-to is always going to be Domino's. Domino's, my God. Look, Domino's, <laughs> thin crust sausage with jalapenos. I'm going to roll with the pan pieces, the beef joint. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. Domino's is yeah. killing. Domino pieces is big. Pizza Hut done fell off. Pizza Hut used to be my favorite pizza. Yeah, I just, and like, and that's the thing is I feel so bad because I could just eat any pizza. But if I had my pizza, it would be thin crust sausage with jalapenos. Right. Like, that's look just my go to. And look, I'm thinking about it now. Like, yeah. I'm just. Mm, Somebody so get that online with a pop. Get you 10 points. Look, that's the thing is I ate uh, the other day we ordered one. Thin crust sausage, and I smashed it all within like five, ten minutes, yeah. maybe, to right. myself. Like that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. See, but, and then they give you a little combo, a little five ninety nine. So if you had to say, like, what you weighed now? Um, I weighed the other day, uh, and I actually did this at, at like four o'clock in the afternoon. I had my clothes and everything on. I was one ninety seven. Mm. Um, so that was after, actually, <laughs> that was after, person. yeah, that was after right. eating that pizza, right. actually. Like, that was eating that pizza, drinking bottles of water, clothes on. I'm about a hundred pounds heavier than bro. Yeah, you, you about to. I'm at 281. I wish I could wish. I'm at 281. I ain't never weighed over 160 Shit. in my life, man. man. That's the that's the earthworm me. Man, we had uh, like cocaine. <laughs> nah, man. I honestly don't so grow now. I don't know what they got in these days. They done got fat. Yeah, it's they cokeheads. But we we were one night, and here's another little story. It's, it's kind of fun. Um, one night, man, we had we were we were up here tattooing. We done had a couple of drinks and everything, and we were leaving. And uh, we left, and we went out to the lake, and we were just gonna listen to some music and everything just kind of sit out there and chill and it was a it was a good little group of people um we were sitting there and me i got the wild idea that i was fixing to start like trying to wrestle with people so you know i'm thinking to myself i'm like yeah i'm pretty good at wrestling like you know i used to be anyways at least i thought i was right um so like i tussled with my buddy wes and uh shout out Wesley Husky. Um, so I was sitting there wrestling, and uh, of course, like he ends up pinning me, and I'm just like, ah, I ain't done yet. I ain't done. So uh, the next guy that I pull out of the group, he was like a full, like, 280 pounds. Right. Like, you know, like, and I was like, no, nah, I got this. I got this. Well, you know, I still have, like, that big guy mentality about yeah, me yeah, because, yeah. like, I was that for so long. So I was like, yeah, I got this guy. Next thing I know, this dude hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, mm-hmm. like we lined up, bam, he hit me. Uh, <laughs> the next thing I know, I'm, like, he picks me up over his shoulder, and I get slammed on the ground like three times before he let me go. Thank God he let me go. Yeah. I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, this dude just dropped me. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus, you know? And the next thing I know, I like I look up and I'm like I'm done, I'm done. Like I throw that one hand out there. Yo, you what's, know? what's the move with Leonardo DiCaprio and he got uh, attacked by the bear? Oh, the Revenant. Yeah, yeah. The Revenant. Like, that's about how it was. It was scary, you know. And I'm like, God, dog. He done go roll, my boy. I had, you know, you know how like uh, you know how Kevin Hart told it like his uncle. He was like. Right. Uh, you know, like not change out of his pockets. But it's like I had the nerve. Like he said, his uncle. He was like, "Are you done? Are you done?" Well, I was the person afterwards. I was like, 
if I would have weighed 80 pounds heavier, like I used to, I would have had you. You know, like, this crazy. Like, I couldn't accept defeat, even though, like, you know, when it, I, it the next there. morning, was, I was like, dude, I just got smoked. <laughs> I, like, I just got ran to the ground. So, it is what it is. It is what it is. I'm a little guy now. And shoot, I'm, I'm 100 pounds lighter. <laughs> you should have known, though, that was like, a bad idea, though. You had to know that was a bad idea. Well, at the time, you know, like we said, we done we done had us a, a couple of drinks and everything, you know, so it was what it was. But maybe maybe afterwards I knew it was a bad idea. Yeah. I knew it was a bad idea afterwards because I was like, oh, man, I'm sore. Why am I sore? You know, <laughs> yeah. I knew why. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, it seems, though, um, drinking influenced you to make some wild decisions. It does. So I know, I know you got another story in the bag. You you getting you getting wasted and some crazy happened. Oh man, we used to have like the craziest times, man. Like I'm telling you, like that was the thing. That's the reason why I had to give that lifestyle up, though. It's because, <laughs> man. I mean, like it gets crazy. Like uh, you know, there was we used to, you know, tattoo shop. You know, um, you know, it it used to be one of those things where it was rock star mentality, and that's what it was. Um, there would been times where we'd have we'd start the party off, you know, right from the shop, and then it was just like on to to the, the next. next spot. There'd be times, man, like I don't know any particularly, but I do know that uh, you know when you wake up in the morning time and you're in your bed covered in mud in your underwear, like that's <laughs> never that's never a good time. Wow. That's never a good time. It may have been a good time that night, yeah, but right. when it gets to that point, it's yeah, not it's a good time right. at all. Yeah, you gotta throw them sheets away. Oh no, you waking like that's the thing is you're waking up in your neighbor's bushes. That's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. That sounds like a this, night for me. Man, yeah, see, that sounds like a movie. Look, yeah. I, I swear, Project man, X. Project on, X. This is crazy. It's crazy, you know. And like that's the thing is, uh, you know, during those times, that was the times that I was like, man, this is the time of my life. I gotta have it. And it's like, man, little did I know that there's so much more life, you know. Like I, like I tell people a lot of times, like I'm influenced on like just time in general, right. like thinking about time. And uh, it's like time is moving so much faster now than it used to. Right. Like there's, there's, I'm finding things like that I used to like care about and be like this and that, you know, and just like, you know, I throw my two cents in, yeah. and now it's like I just kind of find myself a little bit more reserved because. You know, it ain't got nothing to do with me. So yeah, why man. do I? 2019 feel like it just started, dude. Mm-hmm. I, I remember when I was going to school, remembering the first day of school, like, man, I'm finna be here for like five years straight before summer get here. Because mm-hmm. that's how it felt. It felt like it, like time went on for five years before we got that summer break. Yeah. But now, like, my kids, they out of school for the summer, like, tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I leave. Like, we went to school way more than y'all. That's it. Or something. That's it, man. So, you know, time, that time, we get to speeding up a little bit. Especially like your mid-20s. Uh, I'm 33 now, so, you know what I'm saying? Now I'm at the point where if I blink too hard, it's Friday. That's it. Yeah, so, That's you know it. what I'm saying? It's scary, man. That's crazy. It's, it's crazy because I think back there in those days, though, you spend, like, your whole week, you know, in school. Because no... As much as I hate to say it, nobody really likes school. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, like know, nobody I did. I don't know one person that actually like. If I could take it back, I probably would have paid more attention. Right. But you know, even now, like my, like you know, both of the the careers that I have, they have nothing to really do with school. Right. So it's like 
you know, if I would have paid more attention, maybe I would have learned something a little bit better. But then again, it's one of those things where, um, you know, school was what it was. It didn't seem long, but now we're here. You know? yeah. pains. It gave you something to do for two years. Yeah, yeah. My, aunt, my aunt, she called one time and she asked me, she said, um, she said, why, why, why are you uh, not going back to school? And I was like, because I don't know what I want to do in school. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's a waste of my time and it's a waste of my money to be sitting here trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to invest in school. I'm trying to invest in a career. And uh, she was like, that's a great explanation. She was I, like, that was I get smart. it a lot. I get a lot of heat a lot of times because when I talk to, like, you know, younger kids or, like, you know, younger generation, I always tell them, you know, like, if they ask me about college and everything, I'm just like, you know, yeah, sure. You know, because that's my reaction every time because I never went to college. I, I did uh, I did art. I, I worked up until this point. And then, you know, even now, like, you know, being a firefighter, like, I, I got healthy. Yeah. And then I learned from there. But then again, I found in, like, uh, you know, being a little bit older, like 10 years ago, man, I wouldn't have cared about learning anything new. But now that I'm older, I, I realize that, you know, knowledge has a lot more um, – a lot more power than I always thought that it did. Mm-hmm. It's know. one of my um my rapid fire questions I usually ask, but what's one of the worst jobs you ever had? Worst job I ever had. Um, worst job that I ever had. Um, I wouldn't say that it was the worst, but as conditions were, it was the worst. Uh, would probably be actually here in Grenada. I worked at Walmart as a bucket cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to Walmart. It sounded like a horror story. Walmart, I need that job, cool. I worked at Walmart. I worked as, as a, uh, a buggy pusher for a year. And, uh, you know, I, I never realized how, like, how hard that job was because they, they didn't have, like, the little mechanic Mechanical, things. yeah, you had the, it was that, straight back. Straight back, yeah. all the way. And uh, so we were sitting out there, and you're out there for eight hours. Well, if it rains, you're still out there. If it snows, you're still out there. If, mm-hmm. it, if the sun's beating down and you're sweating, you're still out there. It's terrible. But uh, now that they have, like, the mechanical thing, and they literally, like, that's the thing, is they, they had to have known because they got it a week after I left. <laughs> like, a week after I left. And they were just like, oh, here, we got these now. Right. Like, oh, that's, yeah. that's great. Because the crazy thing was was the reason I know this is because I literally the worst story of quitting a job ever I literally was like you know I talked to my mom right beforehand and she was like why don't you come up to New Jersey live with us you know and I was like okay you know forget it you know me you know I'd done everything in Grenada just done fell apart and uh it was right after high school so it was like a year year and a half after high school and when she called me I was like all right forget it so I went to drive by, and my uh, my my custard my the guy that was over me was like looking outside, and he's like sitting there like tapping on his watch and like seeing me. He's like, "What are you doing?" And I just drive by, and I'm just like, "Hey!" Like right. just left out of there. The next thing I know, I show back up like a week later, and I had to go in there and get a few things because we were on our way to Memphis to the airport, and. I walk in, and the lady that was working the front, because we dealt with them a lot, like the people greeters, and she was like, oh, yeah, they was mad at you. You done quit. You done got fired. And I was like, yeah, I know. And she, and she was like, what are you doing? I'm fixing to go to New Jersey for a little while. And uh, she was like, well, 
you know, they're, they're fishing to get their new carts that push their self. And I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, you know, they're sitting here breaking my back trying to push all these buggies. So, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, they got the, they got the cart pushers. They're still up there now, you know. Shouts out. It was hard work, but it was good work. Oh, man, that got to be the, the so, worst of all still ever. So, like... What was the first thing that led you, like, into, like, mm-hmm. getting a tattoo shop? Like, how did you know, like, I'm going to get a tattoo shop and start doing tattoos? Like, what did you, what was your steps into that? Cool. Um, so, I worked over on the river in uh, Gunnison, Mississippi. And I was doing that, um, you know, I was I was uh, filling up and unloading, like, trucks that would, like, have these grain, you know, bins for these farmers and stuff. And that's what we did. Like, we would fill up barges. We would unload barges, like anything, you know, just anything that we needed to do. And that was, like, you know, anywhere from, like, 12 to 16, 18 hours a day, you know, however long. Um, and we'd sit there and do that. And I did that for, like, I think it was, like, six or seven months because I was a temporary person then. And uh, they stretched to try and get me to, you know, have a job that long. Well, when they told me that my temporary time had like ran out, my mom had sent me some DVDs and some equipment for tattooing. Right. And she was like, I want you to have, you know, more than just a job. I want you to have a career. A career. And so she sent me those. Um, I came here to Grenada because there was a, uh, a tattoo shop already here. I'd lived here my whole life. And when I started apprenticing, um, I learned a few things here and there. I learned, like, I worked a lot of, like, more customer service. Actually, I met Frankenstein. Uh, you know, uh, doing doing tattoos and everything. That's like that's my brother over there. Um, so then uh, everything kind of went south because like the owner, he was you know he was a little, I hate to say it, but like he was he was substance fueled, you know. And I I, I mean that is what it is. But speak your mind. Yeah, speak your mind. There we go. But yeah, he. Uh, but yeah, he. You know, there was a lot of problems. You know that went on there. Um, and trying to make my way and trying to do everything, well, you know, it, it ran its course and uh, I had to get out. So I ended up, you know, I was scared. You know, you're scared anytime. I think anytime anybody has to either, you know, throw it all on the board, um, it, you're going to be scared. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up taking out a, you know, loan. And luckily, my wife's stepfather, uh, he, he helped me. Uh, my wife's step. Yeah, that's right. Um, he ended up helping me take out a business loan and we ended up opening up a shop and the next thing that I know I'm making money for bills I'm making money for everything else and here I am you know like seven years later still doing the same thing so, so I mean it, it was one of those things where um, you know it was a big risk in the beginning and now it's an even better reward so like, don't you gotta get like a certain amount of hours to become like a tattoo artist or something like that yeah, it's like the mandatory nine months, uh, like an apprenticeship, like a genuine apprenticeship is uh, nine months. Right. You know, and in those nine months, like, we teach you how to tattoo and uh, teach you, you know, sterilizing and everything else. Try to. You do that here? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we, uh, we, we've had, like, a, some instances where, you know, um, like, the, the whole apprenticeship thing kind of, like, just fell apart for different reasons mm-hmm. so like me and frankie like we don't really throw it on the board in there on yeah. there anymore like we're more focused on like the business now mm-hmm. you Makes know sense. 
Man, what's up, man? Y'all in the morning, click on that, on them buttons, man, on SoundCloud, on Google Play. Look up Masterminds what a is. Podcast. Double them, we the gang. Masterminds. Hold on a second. Masterminds Podcast, what a is. Make sure y'all go and click on it. Masterminds Podcast, we plural. iTunes right. Podcast, Google Play Music. Right. Uh, Spotify, right? SoundCloud. SoundCloud, and that's what it is, man. Double M. Yep. Mm. All right. Yeah, man. Get into some ignorant shit, man. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> here we, we go. Keep it, we keep we keep it real PG for for your people out there. So you grandma know, grandma on Facebook. Yeah, grandma yeah. don't grandma yeah. do I don't know though. Listen though, I got a story to tell you on net, buddy. Lord yes. So right. So I tell my auntie, I'm like, she was like, "What's that little radio thing y'all be doing?" I'm like, we do a podcast at church, mess my podcast. What can I go listen to it? At? I'm like, we on Facebook, right? So auntie was like, "Cool." <laughs> so so P gang, she watched the clip, but then she also seen the SoundCloud link. Yeah. And you know SoundCloud now. If you don't have the app, they take you to the website. Yeah, this motherfucker got a plan. It was, ooh, <laughs> the first thing you did with this, mm-hmm. I know you the first because I be recording. So I P, started recording. Eighteen is like sixty-seven years old. She prehistoric. Oh lord, she is prehistoric. <laughs> Listen, right? So I get a text message. Eighteen, I'm like. Take message. I looked again. I'm like, yo, me call take message. Take message. <laughs> <My answer>. <laughs> <laughs> he said, hey. <laughs> I said, I said, hey, auntie, how you doing? That radio thing y'all got. Pew, 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 pew. Cussing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I call. Her. I said, auntie, how you? What you talking about? I'm like, we ain't cussing enough. See, you tried to be slick, nephew. You sent me to the one with the clean stuff on there. Y'all talking about eating boot on it. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, damn. I said, ooh. I said, I said, listen, auntie. I'm like, that's the reason why we do it like that. See, you prehistoric. You feel me? So you can watch it on Facebook. You feel me? You don't spoil the... Well... I want to let you know I don't support that. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, like, see, that's the thing. Like, that's she click thing. on link two. That's yeah, the thing. It's always like, like link two. Cause yeah. like, when you, the video, the video is already playing as soon as you scroll up on it. So it's playing. So you click on that, you, you'll you hear what we just put on live. But we get into some real, real ignorant shit. Yeah, I'm talking about. Like, on the, like, some of the weirdest shit, crazy shit you can think of. Quantum physics. And that's be, that that be the link that be the link <laughs> to the SoundCloud. <laughs> so when you click on that link, it take you straight to SoundCloud. Now at first, it'll prompt you to download the app, but yeah. now SoundCloud got the website going. It take you to the website. You can listen to it on the website. Fuck me all the way up, cause I'm used to SoundCloud like when it was the white. Yeah, app. Uh, you yeah, feel me? You got it. Yeah, it didn't. It wasn't it's number different. the app. Oh man, they done came up. I see Instagram now got a they got an actual website now. Instagram got a website now. Yeah. They, you know that was like one of oh, the main that. that was the it's, only that was like one of the only social media sites that didn't have a it would I know, the whole Twitter had one. 
Don't Twitter have one? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, they, both of their whole selling point was to do it on your phone. It was right, like, right. Yeah, exactly. Do it on the go. It wasn't put it on the computer. And stuff. Like I didn't even know people still on Twitter. Like Twitter popping. You still on Twitter? I, I never. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you don't do no social media? Twitter, Twitter is popping now. Okay, then. Yeah, like, yeah. if there's some crazy shit on there, then yeah, I'll look at that. Right, right, right. But if it ain't, like, I'm just, it's Twitter. Crazy you shit know? you don't see no internet. Uh, craziest thing I probably seen. Oh, God. Damn, <laughs> I don't want to talk about the craziest thing I saw. Like, like craziest thing I've probably seen on the internet, man. It's like that. Yeah, it's so it's so terrible. Like the internet is a is a luxurious but also like terrible place. It's like, yeah, like it's like Dade County. It, it's almost mm-hmm. like you could be um on the beach at one moment and then like you step right into the hood. Like, like right then, yeah. like as soon as you leave the beach, you step shoot, through. man. My thing is like you can be like on the porn set and then you can like stroll right off into like you know Sesame Street like <laughs> Mexico cartel if you Don't want to like this how I know I, I'm a different person because like when I like when I got out like my last couple years of high school uh, early 20s like the internet was just popping it was just getting its wheels going right so we used to watch like horrible like like horrible shit like oh, yeah People getting set Yo, on what's, fire. What's the shit? The rotten.com. Yeah, rotten.com. That's my it's shit. Listen, uh, right? Like, we had, I, I graduated from that shit, like, probably 2001, 2002. Um, Real star. Listen, Miss, shout oh, out to Miss Long. Yeah, Miss Long, she had the um, software where all the computers out there, if you got on the website, they can see it up there, they main computer. Uh-huh. Right? And so, I go in there and go to Rotten.com, right? It's not a porn site or nothing like that, but she fucked around and clicked on it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> listen, she come over there, she said, why are you watching this? Like, what, what? <laughs> what's wrong? Like, <laughs> look at you like what's wrong. Like, <laughs> listen, listen, she was so horrified by the by the things that she saw. Shout to Miss Cindy Long. I love you to death. You know I'm not lying. She didn't even write me up. Like she this took she me to, to the counselor. She was like, to the counselor. <laughs> you know, like this is this is like a grade A offense. This is like um, arson or, or embezzlement or something like this. This is a class A felony in school. What? I never knew that. Man, what? Just like looking got, at that shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh Man, porn and all that shit. You can get expelled for the year yeah, for watching this type of shit. That's crazy. I right. didn't know that. That's right. crazy. I, that saw, is, I saw somebody get shot up with a chopper. With, like no, that. the head busted? Yeah, like they, they just shot his whole fucking face off. When the people bombed, um, I think it was Syria, the, the breast house that they were feeding the people with, mm-hmm. they had bombed. I remember seeing that. Yeah, video, and man. they picked the little That's baby up. horrific. Man. And I'm talking about as soon as they swung them, like brains and eyes oh, come out the top God. of the head. Onto the ground. No, remember that video we saw the other day? The dude jumped from that building, bro. Yeah, and, and broke oh, it. Yeah. Shit. Dude jumped off. He, he was still he, alive. He tried to commit suicide. He lived. jumped off a building and lived. He jumped off like a 30, 30 floor building, bro. And, and broke his arm. His arm was like uh, straight off his, his leg. Was, it was he was like, dragging it. It was like the, the tenderest shit. But like I was watching. Grill, bro. Like, <laughs> Listen. Yeah, it was so nice. Um, I was I was watching Big Rib. This is the name where we at right now. Your name is Big Rib. Um, but I was watching some footage on Facebook though, probably about a week ago. Um, a guy was at a uh, he was going in the store, 
Guy walk up, shoot him in the head. I can't even watch. What? I turned. Golly. I can't even watch. I, I, I done got sensitive to this. Yeah. Thing, so. I, I, I found, yeah. Like, yeah, like you said. I, I found that, like, um, used to, I could watch shit like that. Yeah. And it never affected me. But I think now that I, I know, like, the level of, like, mortality yeah. and right, shit. Right, right. I'm shit. just like, man, that shit horrifies yeah. me. Yeah. As an adult, with the, I think it, it comes with age, probably. Like, yeah. you real, that's why people, like, stop game banging still to yeah. get well, over you, that. You right. realize, like, what life is. Yeah. You're just kind of like, man, it's like, more to like more this to this. Because I'm, I'm 21, didn't care about living. I ain't care nothing about it. Like, we can. We can do it to the death, but now it's like, man, I got to get on more better it's, girl. It's the same thing, like, you know, like, uh, when you were, like, 12 years old and you had your bike and you are sitting there jumping off of these ramps and man. you only want to go what? higher every single time. Exactly. You want to go higher. Dude, exactly. homemade uh, ramps was the shit. Yeah, now you look at it. Now, Boy, you crazy as hell. you like, man, hell yeah, no. Yeah, think about how we used to make ramps. We used to put one God. brick under a piece of board. And man, jump look, I tell you, I, I stopped skateboarding. I used to skateboard all the time. And we were out at the lake one day, and I had two of my buddies sitting, you know, on the, because uh, you're not supposed to be skateboarding on the uh, tennis courts anyway, right, yeah. you know, so, uh, so they were it, sitting on the on the actual, like, net, and I remember I had my skateboard, and I'm like, I'm just going to jump over it, you know, and I mean, this joker is like three feet tall, mm -hmm. you know, even with them sitting on it. I go to jump over it, and this is by the time, this is when I was working at Walmart. I remember, like, I, my foot hit it. Next thing I know, straight elbow hit it. Ooh, and when my shit. when I tell you my stuff was, like, numb for, like, three hours straight, I thought I done broke something. And I may have. I don't know. Maybe that's why it's got, like, a weird creep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember thinking, I was like, man, if I broke this, I can't make money. I can't. I, I ain't got rent. I can't pay bills. I can't do nothing. They should like, remind me of the episode on The Simpsons when Bart Simpson broke his elbow or whatever. He just, he was doing some weird shit with that one with you you ever seen that shit before? Oh man! But listen though, like now that we done got older, just think about the 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 space that we had to try to tell our. You got a, you got a son? I do. I have a uh, I have twin boys and a and a daughter. Right. Mm -hmm. So you got to tell your kids to. Dial it down a little bit from the shit that you used to. That's it. <laughs> you know That's what I'm saying? Shit. It's like, like I find myself we kind of in like hypocritical situation. Exactly. I, I be sounding just like I my sound dad. like just like my dad. I remember my daddy telling me like, "Take your little brother with you. You gonna miss him. You shut up now." I gotta tell my damn son this with my daughter because yeah. she want to do whatever he want to do, and yeah. he like, "Nah, let me let me swag with my friends," and I'm like, "Nah, you take her with you." Play with your sister like this is your sister. You need to spend that time yeah, with her. But yeah. I, I wasn't feeling that shit though. back then. Was and then I was the older brother, so I didn't feel it. And and that what resonate. That's why I be trying to tell him like take the time I play with. Yeah, yeah, better stop yeah. that. Yeah, stop, hurt yourself. Please, stop, stop. Why why you just won't take the champ with you? Like champ twelve years old, sixteen, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like this is the time that you know what I'm saying. I supposed to be coming out to you and saying, hey dad, I'm getting pussy. But instead, <laughs> instead, I'm holding it back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got a 12 y'all with me, and then I can't go get no pussy because he, he going to tell y'all. He, he don't know Prince was watching him right. quit while you going So you really pussy. oppressing me. That's what I used to tell him. Like, Dad, you got to stop oppressing me. Like, man, you got to stop oppressing me, man. Like, you you gotta, oppressing me. You got to stop living in 2019. Man, listen. Everybody oppressing me. No, nah, that like, my daddy, like, that's that what he was on. And, like, he didn't understand where I was coming from as an older brother telling him, like, you know what I'm saying? I do want to get my meat with. 
You know what I'm saying? But I can't do this with him. And then I can't come out to you and tell you so. You know, it's just a weird spot now, you know what I'm saying, to tell your kid to not do the shit that you was doing. Stop. (laughs) It's it's crazy, though, like, because, like, my kids are not old. They're they're not older. Like, my daughter, she'll be five in February. So my daughter just turned five. Yeah, and see, my uh, my sons would be three in May. And, you know, sitting here thinking and everything, like, you know, used to, I used to tell people, I'd be like, oh, man, those kids are this or that and everything else, you know, and I'd throw my input out there. And it's like now, like having kids of my own, man, no, uh-uh, I can't, I can't sit here. Yeah. Like, you know, everybody's upbringing is different, and I mm-hmm. think that that's one thing that makes everything great because yeah. – you know, like, the way your kids may be brought up may be different than mine. Right. And that's fine. And that's good. Because, if nothing else, that gives you a whole different perspective. Right, right, right. You know, like, we're sitting here talking, like, uh, you know, like, the kids talking about jumping off the ramp and everything else. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, that's their mistakes to own. You know, yeah, as far they, as... You gotta I, can, track. Yeah, I can tell them so many times, like, you don't need to do that. But then when right. they walk in there with that busted up head, I'm gonna still cuddle them. Right, you know, right, and be exactly. like, yeah, I told you. I told, I told you don't be doing it. It kind of, it's kind of, it's not the way you wanted to come out, though. Because you're like, my damn. Parent, my parent admitted to do Damn, it. champ, like, I love you. Let me wipe the blood out. I told you I had nothing to do it. I told you, dumb man. <laughs> I, my parent admitted to do it. I told you, dumb man, not to do it. Now, See? Go on about your business. Well, that boy sound like Joe. Just getting the pat on the head and be like, you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> that boy finna come over with him a Jackson 5 right here with that mentality. The crazy part is, like, before my daddy, like, that's how they did, though. Yeah. Like my granddad handled my daddy so rough that he he handled me a whole different way. Like <laughs> he was shell shocked. Like, like hell yeah. <laughs> like like if my mom whooped my ass. Like my daddy come in and be like, "That's enough," and she'll stop swinging. Cause she, he know what it do to him. And then I get up and hug him like you saved me. Like you need his ass whooped. I just want to go little whoop your ass long. Like that. Yeah, my daddy used to whoop my ass. I had and like. That's how I like my mama used to beat me in the ground. I can't whoop Kelly. I whooped her the day, then I started crying. I had to go to sleep. I had to take a nap. Like on some real shit, cause I can let her know it hurt me. You feel me? But I had to tear that ass up because she she doing too much. But now I can't whoop my kid. Tasha, on the other hand. She where am I? Man, Tasha would tear ass. She'll whoop my ass if I'm in the wrong spot. Like for real. And that that that's what like cause she she don't whoop your ass unless she got to whoop your ass. That's what I respect about it. Yeah. She ain't whooping your ass for every little thing. Right. My mama whooped my ass because the, the light bill was coming and she was mad. It was a lot of times I ain't deserve no ass whooping. I got ass whooping, you feel me? Yeah. It got to the point I got numb, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, you know this don't hurt no more, right? Like, I don't give a damn you in, 18. Way your back out. You hear me? Like, that That was my mom. She was militant, man. And, like, having that military influence, it did trickle down to the to the effect of, like, how I operate my house. Yeah. But that corporal punishment shit, I ain't know. Well, no you have to, though. You know, I, I feel like, you know, you being the man, the man of your household, even though you're, you know... Um, my wife, for instance, uh, whenever she's there, my kids are always kind of like staring at her like, what are you talking about? You know, like this, I'm like, oh, I ain't doing that. But then like you step in as that, you know, as the father, you, yeah. you know, you gotta be that, that, that harder, you know, uh, a person, I guess mm-hmm. you would say. And you, you walk in and it's like, Hey, what are y'all doing? 
you know, and you, you, and a, and a, I feel like a father has like a stronger voice in that aspect. And you, you know, and it your, works. Kid, your kids will sit there and look at you like, oh, oh, like, yeah. you know, he done walked in. Uh-uh. Yeah. So it's, I think like, uh, you know, anytime it's, it's not a, uh, I, I don't think that your kids should ever like fear, but I think that they should know like, hey, you know, to the point of like that respect where it's kind of like, oh, I done messed up. Shouldn't do that, you know. Because right. for instance, like my wife, she will never have that voice, you know, or she may not ever have that voice. I said she'll never. She may not ever have that voice to where she can be like, hey, stop doing that. Mm-hmm. And kids are just like, ah, no, I don't care. But, you know, a- as a parent, like, I feel like if you have that with your kids to where you can control your household, mm-hmm. I think it's worth its weight in gold. Right. Um, what what do you think um the kids what what was that point where kids got out of line you know because we was raised different we yes sir oh, no yeah. no sir yes ma'am no ma'am mm-hmm. um we talk a certain way around older people at what point did you feel like that kids start going a little too far you know i i'll be honest with you and i've said it a lot of times and not to like down like the younger generation a little bit but I think it was one of those uh, one of those things where um, parents kind of I don't know I, I think a lot of it had to do with like the technological age that we was in also where it was um, you know the social media had a lot to do with it I think um, you know just being able to have like any information at your fingertips as far as like your phone or anything like that I feel like a lot of people got numbed out from what what's around them mm-hmm. you know uh, I think that when people started having that to where you can be at home and see, like, what else is going on in the world instead of, like, what's going on at home, mm-hmm. you know. But that to be said, that to be said, that could be one of the best things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because you can literally look up Google and you could be like, okay, she's got symptoms of a cold, this and that. Mm-hmm. You can look up everything from there. Psychardosis. Yeah. So, it, so it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a positive. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they used to always come up with on house. I don't know why. That was, yeah, that used to be psycho. Everything was psycho dose. Like, oh my god, like I got the flu. Psycho dose. Yeah, I, I think it's my a, booty hole bleeds. Psycho dose. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, oh no. I, I think it's a. I think it's a negative and a positive all wrapped up in one. I think it's just how 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 people use it. Right. You know? I, and me me myself, I'm victim of it. Like, you know, I get on Facebook and, you know, I'll spend my time on there. Um, You know, Instagram, uh, Mm -hmm. YouTube, um, anything that I can I can do. You know, if if I have a little spare time, it just goes to that phone instead of I could rank all that time together. Spend more time in the family, you know, where it's like in a day's time, I may spend like an hour on Facebook or so. And but it's not a bad thing because, you know, you're freeing your mind a little bit. I think everybody should have that little bit of freedom, you know. So we're gonna get back to the tattoo, you know what I'm saying? That, that's what we supposed to be getting back to anyway. I just got off base a little bit. No, we could. But, yeah, but we like, right where we supposed talk to about be. Everybody. Like, like, what's 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 like the longest you done been in this shop working? The longest I've been in here working was I came in early one day at like ten o'clock, and I didn't leave out of here until like four o'clock. Sheesh. And what was your biggest piece? Biggest piece I've ever done was a whole back piece. What's your favorite piece? Yeah. Favorite piece that I've ever done. Um, 
favorite piece that I've ever done. There's man, there's so many out there because it's it's different reasons for each mm-hmm. one. Right, right, right. Um, that's a man that loves his craft. Man, like, I, has somebody came up to you with like a original idea that you like blown out the water? Like, damn, like that's that's dope. Oh yeah, like when you get those tattoos, man, you hop on them. You right. Know? Like I did one. Um. Not too long ago, I used to be into uh, to westerns really big mm-hmm. back in high school. Like I just I don't know why. Like I've never been like a western guy. I've never been like that that country guy or anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was Clint Eastwood, um, and it was Outlaw Josie Wales mm-hmm. from uh, I think what what was the yeah that that was it. Um, and I did a portrait of Clint Eastwood from that movie, and it turned out phenomenal. Right. And, that that right there, man. I mean, I felt, you know, I got more likes and more comments on that piece than anything. But it, there's a lot of stuff that I can't even like, even, you know, begin to tell because there's a lot of stuff that I don't even take pictures of. But I mm-hmm. took one of it that night because I was so into that piece. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's still a lot of like grade A tattoos floating around that I never took pictures of, and I hate that I didn't take mm-hmm. pictures of. Yeah. Frankenstein, what's your favorite piece you did? There's a dragon that I did on, I don't remember, I'm having trouble remembering his name right now, but there's a deep dragon that we did like every scale for, but uh, it's every like scale? completely scaled, covered, covered. Yeah. and you got the body shape too, but it's, uh, I think we did about two months ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Actually, the, the piece is still in there, I think, like the like on paper. This still. Is, uh, yeah, man, it was super detailed, a lot of lines, mm-hmm. a lot of shape. Like, um, one thing about my girl, like, um, that's something that she, she big on, like, she'll sit down and actually try to come up with, you know what I'm saying, her own, you know what I'm saying, drawing the, um, the tattoo that she want, and, um, she got this Belize tattoo, um, that's made, like, a heart with some, you'll have to see it, like, I can't explain it to you, but, yeah, uh-huh. but it's dope though. Like it's super dope. And she came over with that concept. We were sitting at the house, um, drinking some Ciroc. Um That's where all the best ones come yeah, from, yeah. man. I'll be honest with you. Ciroc, like people the place come down from. alcohol and everything. Yeah. It's like, man, you think about the dope. Like, look at the dude, I got like Rick Sanchez tattooed yeah. on my arm. Like right. this whole arm was just done like where we were just like, Man, that would sound cool. That looks cool. Let's right, do right. that. Let's like, do why that. not? Like the spontaneous tattoo that what you yeah. roll with. Like, what's, what's, what, what would you rather go with, you know what I'm saying? The, the spontaneous tat or, you know what I'm saying, something that you done thought out of? I ain't gonna lie, most of mine have been spontaneous, but I would really like a wheel playing tat. Right, exactly. <laughs> once in my life. Thank you, brother. I got some stuff I didn't have no thought about. Like, I just went to whoever tattooing me and like, hey, let's do it. Like, this, my name went back my arm. I went for a whole different thing and like, I can't remember what it was, but I ended up with my name went back my Right. I don't even know how that happened. Well, see, it happens that way. Why though? do people always get their name to? Um, like, I think I did that because he couldn't do what I wanted to do. Okay, and it was a tattoo shop. I ain't gonna put him out there. I ain't gonna yeah, but it wasn't this one. So, you know what I'm saying? As long as it wasn't this one, we straight. Yeah, like there's a like I had someone ask me earlier too. Like I, the customer I tattooed on earlier, uh, she asked me, you know, and we were talking about um, her tattoo, the one that I'm fixing, and it's a whole it's a whole half sleeve that I'm working on. And I went through, and it was like, and it's going to come on Facebook. And when it does, I'm going to give the shout out and be like, that's the one I was talking about. Mm-hmm. 
But it's like all these portraits that I'm having to go in and like fix. And we're talking about like famous people like Marilyn Monroe, mm. I Love Lucy, like all these movie classics. Yeah, you know, noticeable TV. faces. Yeah, you know, and like when it was done, I know how it was done and, you know, what it was done for. Um, but I'm having to go through and just kind of like fix them all up. And she asked me earlier, she was just kind of like, uh, she was like, the reason I picked some of these tattoos out the way that I did was because I knew the artist couldn't do them the way that I wanted to do them. That, and that's like a red flag, you know, kind of like a little red that flag, especially on something like that, you know, like, like your last name. Mm-hmm. You're never going to regret that because mm-hmm. that's your last name. Hers, on the other hand. It's icons yeah, of like faces. the 50s, you know, and it's like, you know, popular faces. Yeah, it's like something that, that if they're done wrong, you just fucked it up. Right. Because it's like, you know, you have a face that everybody knows. Instead of I love Lucy, yeah. I love Lukey on your well, it's like okay. she went with this design for her arm because she was like, I know that that's what he could do. He couldn't do better. So I chose these for that reason. And it's like me going through and fixing them to what she originally wanted. Well, now I'm having to go through and fix like what that artist had done put down. So I had to lay my artistry on top of someone else's. Right. You know. They kind of diluted a little bit. Yeah. You yeah. know. But it, it's all good because if nothing else, I always look at it as I'm adding myself to that piece, and then mm-hmm. I'm able if I'm able to like if we're being completely honest, if I'm able to take that piece and just turn it out. Yeah. That's, all that's you. worth its weight in gold because right. it's like, man, I literally just took that piece myself and turned it into what she wanted in the first place. Right. So, I love it. Um, I know a couple of years ago, the, the Dragon Ball Z tattoos jumping up everywhere. Everybody um, had the, the, the Super Saiyan Goku or Gohan or somebody, right? Yeah. And uh, one of the dopest ones I saw was actually Piccolo. And uh, it was done right here on his arm. But he had a couple things that was wrong with it. And he had to get it fixed. And to get that fixed, it cost him like $250. Cover-up ain't cheap. So when you're doing a cover-up, like, how do you go about pricing it? Um, usually... Man, I always cold cut everything. And I think Frankenstein, he, he kind of does the same, you know, like we always do. We look at a piece, and if it's something that we know is going to end up taking, like, you know, more than three, four hours, right. then we usually just say, like, we just throw 160 down. That pays for three, three to four, however long mm-hmm. that we're working in that time. Um, we throw that down because it's like at that front, it seems like a lot, but it's like also, like, we're able to get so much done in that time period. It's like if I tell you 160, man, there's been times where I've done 160 and done half sleeves, like turned them out. You right. know, it looked fantastic. Um, and that's one thing that we have to do here because in Memphis, they'll tell you 160 for a small you know, piece. A rose, right. you know, exactly. something like that. And it's like we're able to, to be able to uh, not only like give that out, but then we can guarantee you. You know, after that, after we do that session, whatever that we do, we do free touch-ups. Mm-hmm. So it's like, even if the piece, like, there's been times where I've tattooed for like three or four hours, and, you know, the piece, you know, by the end of it, your skin starts giving out. Mm-hmm. 
And I'd be like, all right, well, look, we'll save this for touch-up. You come back in, we'll smooth all that out, everything. But for the most part, we got everything down that we need to do. But it, it's all about the skin. Everybody's mm-hmm. skin is different, you know? Right. If you ain't learned nothing else from this episode of the podcast, come to Mississippi to get tattooed. Oh, most definitely, <laughs> man. We studied it. Yeah. Not only come to Mississippi, come to Badland in Grenada. Uh, what's the address again? <laughs> oh, uh... 311D West Monroe yeah. Street. Say no more. <laughs> this is what it is. And like I said, uh, man, the first I want to say, man, this is like the dopest, like, the city. area. Kind of so, feels like yeah. a bedroom. Yeah, that's, yeah. What I, that's what I tried to get. I feel like a man cave. Like a man cave. That's what yeah. I get out of. A little bedroom. Like, it definitely got this feel to it that it's, it's mainly vibe going on back yeah. here a lot of times. I like well, it, know. man. Like, you know, th- this little place right here is just kind of like the hole in the wall. It's my little place in the world, you know. I have at right. least, like, one little room that I can keep to myself. Like, got Linda Blair up there. Mm-hmm. Little creepy self. Uh, right. Um, speaking <laughs> of, like, <laughs> no, I can't do this. No. You, you have people to come in here and get tattoos in some very private places, oh, yeah. right? Oh, um, Here we go. You know what I'm saying? How, you, how, 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 how do your wife, you know, take... You know what I'm saying? Before that, because I know. Yeah, well, she, you know, um, when I first started tattooing, you always, and I, I mean, like, we're going, we're just going to, like, man, it's women. You, you're mm-hmm. going to see titties. You're going to see everything else. You know, right. You're going to mm-hmm. see a lot of it. Um, you know, at first, she used to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're doing this. What are you doing? Like, she needs to cover up. And this mm-hmm. and it's like so many different things. She but, want a tattoo right around her nipple, though. Yeah, you know, right. like. And it's, then you got to do an ass tat. I'm pretty yeah, sure you like, got to brace your hand yeah, and you, look close to it. You, you got know? flowers shooting out your stuff. Or right. You got a hummingbird trying to beat down in there. You know, you, it's all, all kind of different things. But, um. You end up. Uh, Some of them need to put a yield sign. Yeah, you know, and like my wife. <laughs> <laughs> no danger ahead. Caution. On red light. Yeah, she hated it. Um, but then it's like one day we talked about it, and I was like, "Look, you know, this is what I do for a living. This, you know, I'm gonna see him. It's because you gotta look at it. You know, if I'm coming home every single night." Then you ain't got nothing to worry about, and and she doesn't have anything to worry about. Right. You know that was, you know, I'll be honest. When the back of their mind, you know, yeah. you hit, hit something. So. That was that was my high school. The good people here. You know, they yeah. they gonna take you through some tests though. You done been yeah. tested. Well, oh, I think I you think, done been tested. I think every man, you know, hits that point. But um, you know, I think I think if nothing else, she knows that's my age. For you know, like she knows that that's who I'm going home to. That that's my wife. That's the love of my life. I, I tell women so. all the time. We'll make a Justin Tan scrapper. Was that? Make a Justin Tan. Here. Oh man, at least one. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen though, like one 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 of the one of the main thing I tell women, if a man is willing to spend his money on you monthly. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> just shut Damn the fuck up. Man. Like, I was real shit. Like, like we men don't spend their money on things that they don't care nothing about. So, when a man coming home and he paying them bills, you seeing he paying them bills, nine times out of ten, he's in pocket for you to be doing the good thing. Well, but, see- See, like, the ultimate test to me, though, was not through tattooing, because, like, after me and her had that discussion and everything about it, 
was uh like like strip clubs. Mm-hmm. Me and her used to go in like strip clubs together and everything. And uh, you know, we used to like actually like um, you know, like we go in strip clubs, and that's you know what you go in a strip club for. Okay. Well, we unless um, you go into the Ebony Lace, it's not quite oh, sure Lord. what you going in there for. You I don't could, know what you going. You could be going in there for a host of things. But see, we would go in there, and then it came a point where it was just like, ah, I'm gonna go to the strip club with the boys. Well, it's like I think you get tested more because you're in that environment. Mm, like here, yeah. here, I never really got tested in that environment. I never saw it that way because yeah. I always kept it. I, I always kept it professional. Right. Um, Don't even like steer stuff that way. Yeah, but see, like strip club, like you know, I ain't, I haven't been in one of those in forever. But I think that it's it's all about like environment. Honestly, if you're going to every place, it rhymes with band Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Ebony Lace is band Bob, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> it rhymes with that. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> what, scratch and sniff? We finna have to end Listen, man. It's been great, man. We've been here chilling. Rizzy finna go in the gun. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go on the anesthesia, man. Listen, man. Doors all the way open, man. Man, he, man. He said he want to do another one. We going to do something man. together, man. Up, man. Yeah. really just kick shit. Yeah, we, let folks see this work. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is, man. Mastermind Podcast, episode 66. We had What's Justin up? in the house. We had Frankenstein in the house. Goo as usual. Me and Scrap. Peace out. Sure.